Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hey, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast about making money. How do you make it? How do you keep it? How do you invest it? Especially in an economy like today when it's in recession, high interest rates, high inflation, you still, the volatility is where the money's made and you've got to use a team. So here on the podcast, I bring amazing people to interview, talk, share about updates, what's going on today. Mr. Eddie Speed is with me, dear friend. I've known him for ever, I'm going to say, and he's the best in real estate notes that I know. He also stays very in tune with what's going on in the economy. So he's going to bring forward today and share with us. We're recording this in March of 2023, just to give you some sensitivity to the timing, the economy. Um, but Eddie, welcome. How are you? <clears throat> I'm good. I've had a better voice in the days, but you know, <laughs> we just don't stop. Well, so talk I- about what what you see is going on. Actually, tell a little bit, our audience, a little bit about you. We're worldwide. Yeah. We're now in the top five podcasts in the world. So super excited. We have a big range of people that listen. Yeah. And I want you to share, like, the opportunity is so amazing right now in real estate. And uh, let's get them up to date. So a uh, little history. I started in the note business buying discounted real estate notes. I started in 1980. So uh, this is my sixth, I call it real estate cycle. I believe we've definitely entered into a real estate cycle. And so I, I started I started in the industry in a very high interest rate environment, obviously 1980. Um, I've closed um, 50,000 transactions, 50,000 note deals. So uh, I'm not um, sitting in an ivory tower somewhere. We've had a work in business doing the space. And uh, 20 something years ago, I really decided I could do a lot more business with people if I had a school and I could train them um, how to do things so that we could go have opportunities together. They, we could sell them deals. They could sell us deals, whatever it was, right? So um, it's called Note School. And um, it's... Um, it's changed, I think, a lot of people's lives, and I think uh, it's changed our life. Um, and I guess people would say, "Okay, in your forty-three years, what have you figured out you're good at?" I, I'm I'm actually going to a mastermind here Monday with top five hundred house buyers in the business, top group, right? And it said, "What could you teach us instantly without even having to think about it?" And I put, you know. My answer was, I can teach you creative financing, and I can teach you note investing um, without without any preparation. And then, so I think that's what we do. So people say, well, what does that mean? Well, it's this. It's uh, real estate investors uh, today, if you're really looking at what's tripped the market over, it's it's high interest rates, Right. People say, well, what housing was really hot. What happened? High interest rates, right? Because affordability of the payment, 
is the bottom line. I mean, when interest rates double, it walls off a whole lot of people from being able to do real estate. Well, they're buying it for investment purposes, they're going to rent it, or they're buying it to go live in. And so that's really, if you want to know what's triggered the economy, as far as real estate is concerned, that's it. It's just that simple. In September, probably October, September of 2021, we our executive team met in our shop and we we bought about 6,000 notes in the last three or four years. So we're active in the business. We're not just having a school, right? And, and, and so we met and we said, look, inflation is starting to go crazy and we know what's going to happen. They're going to raise rates. And when they raise rates, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to punch a big, it's going to be a, a, a punch in the gut to the real estate business. And you look forward and you're like, gosh, Eddie, that was, you know, 18 months ago. The answer is, yeah. And you're like, how did you know that? I don't know. We 43 years in the business. And I got an executive executive team that's done billions of dollars worth of discounted note business. I mean, sometimes gray hair has a little value. So it's taken longer to get to where we are than you would have thinking. I mean, you would have thought that like it would, it would, it, it wouldn't take that long, but it has. But I think pretty much it's agreed upon now that we've got three areas that people really have an opportunity. And, and, and let me say this about an entrepreneur, Laurel. An entrepreneur, as you well know, is somebody that knows how to seek the opportunity that others are missing. That's a big deal. Like, you know, you if you can solve, a, if you have an entrepreneurial business and you can solve a problem that most people can't solve, that's what gives you the unique advantage. And that's how I look at our business, right? So um, one of the things that we love to teach and Laurel, I'm so excited so, to come. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, so for those who don't know the note business, why don't you give like a kind of a third grader description sure. of of buying notes and why the interest rates in this economy have created, you know, so it's like you said, I love your definition. It's a punch in the gut to the real estate. But again, those of us who know how to find opportunities is extraordinary. Exactly. So there's maybe a, a simple definition. And then, uh, yeah, all of those of you listening, if you are interested in hearing, uh, Eddie's going to be with us at our big table uh, the beginning of April in Dallas, Texas. You can go to asklaurel.com and ask a question, make a request, and uh, he'll be there really dig, digging deep, diving in, but give a third grader definition of a note. All right, so when I say a note, a note is simply a promise to pay, okay? Like a check. Laurel, I can write you a check for a thousand bucks, okay? You now have a note, and so you can go deposit that note and run it through your checking account. Laurel, you could go to a check cashing service. In fact, you could go to the check cashing service and endorse the back of that check and they would only give you 850 bucks for your $1,000 note. Now they have the legal right to go collect the full thousand bucks and you know what they did, Laurel, if they did that? They bought your note at a discount. So we buy real estate secured notes, a $100,000 note, a $300,000 note. 
we typically buy that note at less than what's owed. So we'll buy $300,000 note, but we won't pay $300,000. We'll pay $240,000, right? Although that we have the legal right to collect all of the interest and all of the principal that is owed. It's just, we just found somebody willing to sell us the loan at less than what's owed. And you're saying, well, Eddie, how do you do that? Well, it's what we've done. I bought 50,000 of these. It is a normal industry scenario. And one of the things that people love to do is like, Eddie, could you help me learn how to find notes like that? And the answer is yes. One of the techniques that we teach in buying notes is you're, you're buying a loan secured by a piece of real estate. So this $300,000 note as our example, Laurel, the house may be worth $400,000. Good collateral. But you're buying a note that's just making a payment every month. Now, what Laurel says is, okay, Eddie, I want to buy that note and I want to go put it in my Roth IRA account. In other words, I want my retirement account to be the bank and have a note and just collect payments every month. I say smart decision. And then we teach Laurel how to go use even leveraging strategies by selling some stream of payments on the note without selling the whole term of the note. And she can even recoup some of her capital from her retirement account, making her return on her investment very good. So there's all kinds of things that we have sort of done over, you can imagine, 43 years and a lot of transactions in, in how to do it. But, but there, is a, there is a significant supply right now of these notes because, let's be honest about it, Laurel, the banks have kind of priced themselves out of the business. And so that's why there's a gap. That's why there's an opportunity. You know, if it's so when they price them, when they price themselves out of the business, are you buying the note from the person who can no longer hold it, or are you buying it from the bank? Both. We we buy seller finance notes, and we buy notes that have. Uh, there's a significant supply of loans. So, Laurel, when the when the virus hit, there was eight million loans that stopped paying. 8 million. And a lot of these loans went into this kind of agreement with the lender called forbearance. And all that simply means is, is kind of a timeout period, right? So they both legally agreed that you're not in default and you don't have to pay. We'll give you some time. And so then they went back and they, they, they modified a lot of these loans so that people kind of got a restart and can start paying in the future, right? And now all these loans have hit the secondary market. They're getting sold. And that's what I've been doing a really long time is buying these kind of notes. So we're very connected. And I've got clients that have Laurel hundreds of these loans. And they may owe 100000 and the house is worth 300000 They may have been living in the house for 20 years. They're good people. They just had some problem during the virus. Now, all of a sudden, they've reestablished and started paying again. There's an industry term for that kind of loan. It's called an RPL, re-performing loan. And there's a big supply. And we buy those loans typically at a, at a decent discount. 
So those that's an institutional loan. But that's really? also what you're teaching people. Like, so when you come to our big table, Maple, you're going to be really digging deep and showing people where do you find them? How do you do the creative financing and start becoming the bank, which is really what a note investment business is. That's, that's it. Is being the bank. Yep. I love it. I love it. So how do you see the market now? We're March, 2023. Are you seeing more and more going to be hitting the market because they can't keep up? I mean, there's also this real estate place, I'm going to call it like where I know, because I was at the other side of it, I was doing construction and I was selling houses in Boise, Idaho, three, $400,000. All of a sudden, November, <clears throat> around again, October, November of 2021, that same time period, our neighbors, construction neighbors said, let's just go to try five, 600,000. These people in California, they're cashing out for so much money. Let's just see if we can add another couple hundred to the price tag. And by golly, we got it. And we got it all day long. But right now, those have settled back into a two, like into a three, 400,000 value. So they're upside down. Yeah. Those are also people who we're going to see in this market, correct? Yeah. So there's another end of the business that we teach as well. And Laurel, I've had great experience in working with your people in the past in this area. And that is loans that aren't paying a non-performing loan, right? And the reality is, Laurel, that we went for uh, over two years where they basically it wasn't legal to foreclose on people. There was a moratorium, right? Well, what do you figure? Didn't that equal a pinup inventory of defaulted loans? And so now we have 2 million loans. And I just read a Black Knight report literally today. Uh, and so it's very up to date. There's 2 million loans that are not paying. And so now I'm not saying all 2 million of them will end up in foreclosure. Yeah. I'm saying at least a million of them will. So that means that these defaulted loans, which the banks hold, their pattern is typically to sell those loans to, to note investors so that they don't go all the way to foreclosure. You know, be honest with you, Laurel, they're just a little bit worried about headline risk, right? You know, Bank America yeah. doesn't want to foreclose on you, but Eddie will, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's true. Yeah. And so that is a, that's another market opportunity is that these, th these loans are in default and we'll have, you know, you know, when we have a little more time, we can kind of break all this out and show people exactly what a transaction looks like, what's normal, what's kind of the trend in the market is. And, and, and Laurel, the real estate market has cooled for sure. It depends on where you're at. You know, Boise and Phoenix have had a way bigger hit than Atlanta and Dallas, right? Um, Correct. But I believe that Atlanta and Dallas have a correction in 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 play. Um, I don't think it's going to be like 2008, but uh, it's you know it's it, it, there's definitely going to be a correction. And um, and Laurel, I think maybe you and I on one end of this business, we've made a lot more money in distressed real estate times than we ever have in the best of real estate times. I would agree. I would totally agree. I mean, we really, we've made it on both sides. Um, talk about this a little bit, Eddie. How much, how much money do you have to have to get in to even begin to do some notes? Because you're talking 100, 200, 300, 
you know, thousand dollar notes. Yeah. What does it take for someone that's out listening to get in? Because what I don't want our listeners to do is like, oh, I have to have, you know, six figures to begin this process. So one of the one of the techniques I think we teach really well is how to use other people's money to fund your note business. And that's what you're really saying, right? I mean, like, okay, if if you teach me how to do this, Eddie, can I go find capital to fund my note business so it doesn't have to come just out of my checking account? And the answer is absolutely. And we've that's a technique, and there's various techniques that we use, and that's a technique I think we teach really well. I, you know, I mean, let's be honest with you. You think I had enough money in my checking account to buy fifty thousand notes? I mean, I had to figure out how to find somebody else's money to do a lot of that business, right? So that's a, that's basically what what we want to teach you guys to do is like, because think about it, just in a perfect world, I'm going to ask your audience a question, Laurel. And I think that if they answer this question the way I think they're going to answer it, then they got to figure out they got to learn a little bit more about this. The question is, would you rather be a landlord or the bank? And if the answer is I'd rather be the bank, then this is this is what we're talking about. Exactly. And maybe describe the difference. I mean, especially in certain states. I mean, landlord, you know, not every state's landlord friendly. I think many of you that are listening know that already. Some are becoming ridiculously horrible um, to the point you probably don't want to own real estate. Like California's new laws, I think you've heard about those, Eddie, yeah. are really, really, really stringent. Um, but maybe describe describe that decision because you and I know it's the bank. But some people might say, well, I want to have, you know, I want to be the well, landlord and do all the work. What's okay. the difference to those okay. listening? So, so to someone in your audience, you know, I, I bet they have a they might have a mortgage on their house, right? Does your bank do the maintenance on your house? Does the bank pay your taxes and insurance. Now, I don't mean they don't collect it to make sure they get paid. I'm talking about, do, are they responsible for, for their expense to pay your taxes and insurance and maintenance? They pay all that? No, you pay it. So see, look how much money you can keep if you're the bank that you can't keep if you're a landlord. And of course, the other factor, the elephant in the middle of the room, is what everybody refers to as tenants and toilets, right? It's the managing the rental. These loans that you buy are going to be serviced by a loan servicing company. You're not going to have to go do a lot of work. You're going to hire a vendor for a, not a lot of money, and they're going to do the work for you. And that's what I have a servicer. I don't, I don't service my own loans. I know how, I just can hire it out and go find a better value for my time. I get my time back. So those are the those are kind of the advantages. And I guess the the kind of the to, to circle up kind of at the end, Laurel, I'm gonna say that generally in inflationary times and in high interest rate times, generally speaking. The, the smartest money 
Chase's notes. Because it's better to own a note in that market than a property in that market. Because you're saying, well, rents are going up. Actually, rents are going down. And expenses are going up. So you may have a great rental with a lot of equity. Don't do don't change that. But you may, but to go buy a brand new rental today, you may run the math and you say, I make a lot more money doing a note. I wouldn't be surprised. Last thing I would say, Laurel, is we have figured out some very unique tax loopholes in carrying owner financing that most people have never considered. And when I'm going to speak to your group in April, I'm going to break that down. It won't take very long. People will be shocked. Eddie, you mean I could sell my rental and owner finance it and I may never have to pay capital gains tax? And the answer is that is very possibly exactly how it works. You may be able to sell it and not pay capital gains tax. You want to see that trick, Laurel? Can't wait to see that trick. <laughs> it's a truth. It's Can't been vetted. Wait to see that truth. Yeah, it's absolutely a truth. It's just something, it's just something people hadn't really, and I just sort of stumbled into this hack. Well, and I think a lot of the, the folks that follow my podcast are in this millionaire maker conversation. I mean, we uh, you know, the way I teach it at is that we live in the alternatives. We live in things that the normal population will never hear about. They don't know about them. It's not that they're illegal. They're just different. And they're not heavily marketed on social media and TV. So people don't know about them. Yeah. And, you know, um, there's so many, I love, you know, hacks, workarounds. You know, I call also live in corporate life, like totally live in corporate life means you use that tax code, which is 81,000 pages. It's brilliant. So I'm glad you have another strategy to show us as we get together. What would you tell people, like, as we as we walk through 23, just give us a little forecast. How long is this going to be? I mean, obviously, you do this for your life, but the the surge right now of the houses that are available, um, is it a year? Is it 18 months? Is it two years? What, what do you see this this next chapter being like? I, I, I have a lot of seasoned people I get to hang out with. I have some friends that run hedge funds and stuff that, as I say, make billion dollar bets. Their bet is that it's certainly a two-year cycle, and I think there's a lot of, I think there's potentially a bleed over where we could be looking at, you know, a three-year cycle. You know, uh, I don't, see, I'm not looking for 2008 house price demand or uh, declines, but, but, but I think people are being fairly unrealistic if they think there's not going to be a decline. And so I think, you know, I think the rate run is probably, you know. It, 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 rates are going to be high for a little while. I mean, it, probably in the next 24 months. And once happens, what, what happens is, Laurel, as you know, when you create these notes, now you've got an inventory of notes that were created in a certain market cycle and you get to pick off of that pile, so to speak, or do you get to buy those notes? So we're looking at a runway of inventory we think is going to last for you know several years, many years. That's what's happened historically in the past. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Those of you that are listening, if you want to hear more about Eddie Speed and what he does and how he could help you get in the note business, jump into our big table. Join us in April. We'll be in Dallas, Texas. Go to asklaurel.com, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, and just put a request. Say, I just heard the podcast, want to be there. 
and uh, come learn, come get very, very wealthy being the bank. Eddie, any last words for our listeners? I can't wait to be with you in a month. Exactly I, a month, actually. I know. We got to get your voice cleared up. And uh, I bet we I will. Bet, we I, will. Bet, I bet you can do that in a day or two. Thank you for struggling through it to, to be able to talk to me today. And I'm really excited about seeing your group. And I'm excited to share with them what I think I've been preparing for this party for about 40 years, Laurel. So I'm ready for I'm ready for it to happen. Yeah, I can't wait. And uh, we just topped over 100 people coming. So hopefully we'll be right around, you know, 120, 130, maybe even get to 150. But, you know, that's the group who are, you know, what I call the committed. And when you're committed and you're open to learning new strategies, they're right in front of you. So I look forward to it. Thank you, Eddie. And all of you will be back next week on another episode of Laurel's Real Money Talks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.